action. Hello and welcome to The Worst Movie Ever Made, an experimental podcast designed with one thing in mind, to find the worst movie ever made. We take bad movies and put them through custom tests to help us on our mission. I'm your host, Chris Ackman. I'm joined by my co-host and fellow mad scientist, Rob Scucci. Hey, Rob, how are you and why are we doing this? I'm a little bit perturbed. Um, I told you about this off air. Um, my upstairs neighbors moved out about a month ago. Yeah. And I, I basically work out of the house now. Um, and w- when a moving truck comes in and people move in, it's a big yeah. deal because there's nowhere to park it. So the moving truck blocks all the parking. Like you can't get to work or you can't go to the store. Okay, you, have to, sure. you have to find the person, have them move the moving truck. That never happened. I, I did not see anybody up and down the stairs. Huh. Um, only at nighttime do Stacy and I hear people going up and down the hallway and like Weird. running the, and running the bath. So I'm thinking squatters. Yeah, maybe. But, but it might be shadow people from another dimension. Could be. Could be. And the reason Could be lizard I, people. Exactly. That's why I bring it up because we're we're uh, going to be talking about Super Mario Brothers today. Uh, okay, I got you. So maybe there's a wall between you and them that you can fall through. Yeah, like the Harry Potter Harry Potter platform that they jump through on the train. 9 and 3 quarters. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I know that platform. Mhm. I think it's likely. I think it's likely to, um, but I, I actually kind of want to call the front office because uh, there, there's someone fucking living up there. <laughs> no, there's no <laughs> one. Free. The apartment's still listed. I could rent this apartment. Wow. That's yeah. really weird. Yeah. Well, you got to keep us updated and let us know how that goes. Cause we'll do. I'm sure the listeners will be as interested as I am. Oh yeah. Uh, let's do some bad reviews. We're going to try to get sure. a, a slightly uh, shorter runtime this, this time. So right. uh, we'll, we'll see how that goes. Okay. Uh, Mary Flannery of the Daily News. Okay. Get this. Even moviegoers who don't own Nintendo will thoroughly enjoy these superheroes. And chances are this is only the beginning of their film exploits. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) All right. So obviously that's not a bad review. She gave them like an 88 out of 100. I just had to. I read that one. I was like, no way. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, Nathan Rabin of AV Club says, Super Mario Bros. devotes half of its runtime to lumbering exposition, yet still makes no fucking sense. Yeah. Seldom has a film done such heavy lifting to such meager effect. Okay. And one more. Susan, I don't know how to pronounce her last name. It's okay. W-L-O-S-Z-C-Y-N-A. Yeah, I'm not going to bother trying that. <laughs> it's from USA Today. She says, all the Drano in the world couldn't fix what's clogging the works in Super Mario Bros. Succinctly put. Yes, very nice. That that would have made a good plot pitch. Yeah. You got YouTube? I'm going to read two. One that kind of sums up how I feel and one that sums up how like the rest of the world feels apparently on this. Yeah. Uh, so yeah. the first the first one is uh, one of those terrible movies, but has a strange sort of appeal to it. Okay. I agree with that. It's, that's, that's, that's a fair assessment. Um, here's the one that is what everybody else is saying. So I just watched the movie for the first time and I'm going to be honest, from my perspective, it's not that bad of a film. Sure. It has almost nothing to do with the super Mario bros games, but for what it's worth, if this was called something else, I'd say it's a pretty good movie in its own right. Even though it doesn't really make much sense in terms of the video games. I'd say that despite being a quote, bad unquote movie, it's heart is in the right place and the creativity of, of the world and the character shows throughout the film and its own original way, despite being very nineties to me, it was okay. Um, it's not good. It's not good. Like they, they put the uh, bad in parentheses, I'm assuming, but like yeah. none needed because it's just bad. Yeah. 
<laughs> well, let's uh, let's dissect that a little bit. Okay. <laughs> Test number one is the Keystone Apparatus. So we take okay. seven movies suggested to us by streaming platforms, get all their critic scores on Rotten Tomatoes, and then average uh, them out. Then compare that to the movie in question, which is Super Mario Bros. As you know, uh, the result is our score. So let's do test number one, the Keystone Apparatus. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, step up to win is my latest creation. The darn, tuned, raging, deucing, convoluted, highfalutin Keystone Apparatus. You want to know if you're predator or prey? Then step this way and have your say. Wait, oh no, what's happening? Something is going terribly wrong. <laughs> the Keystone Apparatus. Okay, movie number one, uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, the first first one, uh, with Judith Hogue, I guess you would say her name. Mm-hmm. Um, 41%. Okay. The Flintstones with Goodman and I put O'Donnell. Okay. Uh, got a 20. That's pretty right. bad. Yeah. Three Ninjas with Victor Wong. Mm-hmm. 32. Hook with uh, Robin Williams and Dustin Hoffman. 29. Kazam, which we're going to have to just make a one of ours, maybe for next season. Is that the one with Shaq? Yes. That one's great. You want to guess what it got? Like a four? A five. Okay. <laughs> Good <laughs> guess. Uh, short circuit with Ali Sheedy, a little better, a 61. Okay. And uh, Fightful Goes West with John Cleese, uh, 57. I love that one. But that was that's, a good one. That's like, a, you know, it hits close to home because it was one of my favorites as a kid. Yeah. Average is a 35%. Want to guess what Mario, the Super Mario Brothers got? It had to have been like a two, man. It got a 28. What? I was in <laughs> shock. Seriously. To the YouTube so, comments credit, like, it, it was really fucking bad, but it was, like, enjoyable in a weird way. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe that's where all the percentage points are coming from because there yeah. is something rewatchable about it. Yeah. Like, you know, normally when I'm watching this movie, I watched it the first time and I jot down notes and then I kind of watch it a second time to, like, you know, um, just get uh, more buffed out, I guess. I don't know. Yeah. Um, and the second one is usually like Christmas with the Cranks was like very difficult for me to watch a second time. Yeah. You know, um, but anyway, we got a negative seven. Okay. It isn't so bad. It is pretty. Nah. So it's, it's worse than than the rest, but not by a whole lot. Mm-hmm. Anyway, um, that's our first score. We're going to move on to the uh, elevator movie plot pitch, which is okay. our second. Um, we no longer do the stopwatch um, and won't from now on because it's a little confusing. But um, basically, I'm going to ask you at the end, Rob, if you would watch this, if it's believable. Mm-hmm. And uh, then I'm going to have you give me a star grade for the pitch. Okay. So as soon as you're ready, um, we will throw it to the bumper for the Elevator Movie Plot Pitch. The Elevator Movie Plot Pitch. Okay. Um, Let's can do you it. count me down anyway? Because that's what I'm used yeah. to. Three, two, one, pitch. Two silver screen heavyweights go to war in an alternate dimension. Hopper and Hoskins go scene for scene, blow for blow of probably cocaine. How in the hell did they even have enough drugs in their systems to agree to this script? Hopper is Koopa, a human evolved from a single-cell ancestor, the T-Rex. He's hell-bent on merging dimensions and using his Goomba army to... to take over Earth. Hoskins is Mario, a plumber evolved from a chimp who falls through a wall and an acid flashback to find himself in Dino-Hatton, a city covered in fungus ruled by the Iron Fist of King Koopa the president 
of the city of Dino Hatton. Can Hoskins out-act Hopper? Yes, Hopper is actually awful. Oh, yeah, and John Leguizamo is in this, too. Yeah, okay. <laughs> uh, would you watch that? No, not by any stretch <laughs> of the imagination. And I like shitty movies. Like We, dis- we discovered that during the Ernest um, episodes. Uh, yes, that's true. No, I wouldn't is it watch believable? That. No. <laughs> it's not even it's not even believable if you were to compare it to the video game, which involves jumping on mushrooms and rescuing a princess from a dragon. That's one of the worst aspects of this movie to me is how far off of the I mean, the YouTuber said it, but it's true. It's it's yeah. it has nothing to do with the games. No. Or at least very, very, very little. Mm-hmm. Anyway, what's this uh, star grade you want to give it? I'll give it a two and a half. Okay. All right. That's uh that's actually interesting. So we'll we'll see how that plays out. Okay. Um <clears throat> that's our first two tests. Now we're going to do the indefensible dialogue counter, which is okay. uh, slightly modified, same idea. Um this time we're gonna go the top ten worst lines in the movie. Uh I'm gonna start at ten. So uh maybe the most defendable all the way to number one worst line in the movie, in our opinion. Um this is going to include two clips, so get ready okay. for some serious action in the indefensible dialogue. You say Something that makes absolutely no sense. Something similarly stupid. Hello, hello. Cool. Uh, number 10. Okay, so you, you remember the show that Luigi's watching in the beginning and the end? Yeah. It's called The Miraculous World, I believe. It was kind of like Ripley's. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Only like we're led to believe that the things really do happen. Yeah. You know? um, but the guy says something, I'm going to paraphrase, but it's something very close to that. These two plumber brothers bring back the missing Brooklyn girls from a parallel dimension. I'd call them the super Mario brothers, which uh, the reason it's there is because it was so forced that they needed yeah. a reason to call the movie, the super Mario brothers. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that that's that was really rough. Um, I'm going to move it over to number nine, unless you want to you want to add something to the thought there. It's just the title. The title drop it never works. It, seriously, the yeah, only it, time a title drop ever worked was Hot Tub Time Machine, <laughs> right? Because it was ironic, right? Yeah, exactly. Um, number nine is Koopa, which we're going to get a lot of Koopa through these next couple tests. Okay. So number nine, Koopa says, "Larry Lazard of Lazard and Lazard, Conda, Dactyl." <laughs> I don't even know what the fuck that means. It's um I worked for a payroll company for five years, and that's what a lot of law firms and accounting firms sound like. It's like so and so, so and so Esquire and so and so Conde. Like it's Yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, I I should have asked you uh to add a multiplier to uh number 10 and number nine. Uh five and then three. Got it. Okay. Eight so far. <clears throat> Luigi. There were dinosaurs in Brooklyn. Mario says, relax. There were Dodgers here, too. <laughs> it, it was pretty forced. Just, just making the reference makes it more real. I think that's what they're trying to do. But yeah, true. I mean, I'll give I guess I'll give them a two for that, because that's the only thing that's like somewhat grounded in reality. in this entire movie. OK, um, first clip. OK, am I just going to go ahead and play it? Yeah, right. Excuse me. Thank you for letting me use the phone. Oh, sure. And for the quarter. You, are you okay? I've got a few problems, but... Well, you know, we, we got a van. 
is nice. Yeah, well, no, no, I'm asking you if you, if you want to ride. Oh, but, uh, it's broken, though. Well. Dude, name's Daisy, isn't it? I overheard your name was Daisy. It's, you know, I haven't heard that name around here. It's really nice, too. It's like, no, I have heard it because it's like the flower and everything. But it's not like I hang around the flower shops and nothing like that. What my brother is trying to say is he doesn't know what to say. Doesn't even know how to begin. But he has offered you a ride. And if it would help you out, please step into the van. That might not be a bad idea. Okay, thanks. Uh, so I like Bob Haskins. I don't know. I feel like he did a pretty good job. Yeah. In this movie, even that like couple lines there is kind of charming where he's like, please step into the van. Yeah. It should sound creepy. It, but yeah. That's the thing. It's like, it's 1993. I don't know if it was just because it's like not today, but like yeah. he, he, a strange man offered this lady a ride in the van and it didn't seem like she should say no. Cause right, they, yeah. they actually right. were going to just offer her a ride. <laughs> right. In the uh, broken van. That's the, that's the tough part about those lines. It's like, yeah. One, he's like, do you want to ride? And then he's like, oh, but the van's broken. Uh, but your name is Daisy. But uh, and not that I've been hanging in flower shops or nothing. It's like it's, yeah. it's supposed to be clumsy in like an adorable way, I think. But it's clumsy in a, like a, I don't want anything to do with this guy going forward. It, it comes off as a, like a no homo. I know what a flower yeah, is. Yeah, it does. Um, so what you want to put a multiplier on that one. <sighs> That's tough because, like you said, it is endearing, but it's also really bad. So, I'll, oh, can I do like a three and a half? Hell yeah. Why not? All right. <clears throat> All right. Number six. This is uh, kind of worthy, but I'm going to just go for it. It's Daisy and Luigi, uh, not long after that, mm-hmm. walking down the street at night. And Daisy, Daisy says, you know what? If you want to end this right now, I would understand. Luigi says back to her, no, I was going to ask you the same thing. If you want to end this right now and you feel bad about that and you feel bad uh, and then you, you want somebody to call and talk to about it, you, you can call me. Yeah. She literally just said that. Mm-hmm. And then he said it back. to. I mean, she should have confirmed for him right there that she was interested, but instead he went yeah. on that, that weird diatribe anyway. Yeah. Uh, so I didn't understand it and I thought it was really bad writing and I want to know what you think. Five. <laughs> yeah. Perfect. Number five, uh, Iggy and Spike, right? Yep. This is a quick one. Iggy says to Spike, there she is. Spike says, yeah, you sure about that? Iggy says, two arms, one head, two legs. That's how <laughs> <Yeah>. they're sure. <laughs> I'll give that a five because it's it's not like they're looking for a creature that's different from them. If it was like something that had like 10 legs and 10 arms yeah. and they're like, you know, they're just like really quickly trying to like rattle off the features. Yeah, but it's like it's another human. Right. And she's the only one. She's one of like, what, eight million in New York? Yeah. So uh, anyway, number four, Koopa. She, he's talking to Daisy about the ocean. Okay. He says, you may pet him, but don't move your hands around like a small wounded animal. Yeah. Why would a- she do that? It was a really sloppy way of saying he is dangerous if you yes. startle him. Um, and, they, could, they could have said, don't startle him or he'll fucking bite you. Yes. Yeah. Five. <laughs> okay, good. Uh, number three, Koopa again. He says to his uh, right-hand woman, I forget her, uh, Lena. Okay. They're in the mud. 
Yeah. He goes, you know what I love about mud? <laughs> it's clean and dirty at the same time. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's dirty. It's dirt. It's, it's, <laughs> it's wet. Mud. It's wet dirt. <laughs> Five. <laughs> It's as dirty as something can possibly be. It's way yep. different. Uh, okay. Number two is our second clip. Okay. Um, God, this, I, I just called this one smarts when I sent it over to you. This one really gets at me. Okay. Bye, Spike. A not so benevolent dictator, as it were. <laughs> hey, Nathan, do you know what the square root of 26,481 is? What are you talking about? 191. What? Oh. What, are you, what are you doing? Not me. No, no, not me, cousin. Not me. Spike, help me, Spike. Perhaps if I could just make you idiots smarter, you won't screw up this time. Not me, cuz. No, no, no! Oh my. How peculiar. Quite an agreeable transmogrification. More like a um, transfiguration. Ah, a simple metamorphosis. Hmm. Huh? Enough. Both of you, go to the desert. Excuse me, excuse me. That hardly seems logical, does it? Perhaps we should stay and formulate our own strategy. Tete a tete. Inner circle, that sort of thing. Here's what's logical to me. If you do not return with the plumbers and the rock, I shall personally kill you. We're going after you. Okay. <laughs> I uh, I really, really, really hated that. I, one, um, let me just start in reverse. Koopas, I, I will personally kill you. Wine mm -hmm. needed to be more creative. Saying I will personally kill you, it's like who else will? That's like saying like that's like prefacing something that's obviously your opinion with in my opinion. Yeah, true. Like I will kill you, not personally. Like yeah, I will. You know, I don't even know how it works elsewise. Yeah, good point. Um, but the the real meat to that dialogue there for me is when they're uh, when they're trying to sound really smart, mm -hmm. they don't sound smart, and yeah. then going. Uh, on in this movie, I can't tell whether they're still really stupid or they're supposed to be smart. See, I was trying to figure that out too, and I figured it out. Um, I, this dawned on me during the Ernest movie, uh, Ernest Goes to School, when he gets super smart as well with the yeah. same kind of machine. And yep. that, here's the thing just because you're super intelligent doesn't mean you have a good vocabulary. There are engineers, there are people that right. are really good at math. Uh, most CEOs or like politicians or world leaders need someone writing their speeches for them because they don't have a good vocabulary. So yeah. it's they're dumb, but they are verbose. Uh, and mm -hmm. I'm I'm a lit major. I write and stuff. And I I am very well spoken, but I'm a fucking moron. So it goes <laughs> the other way. It's, it's right. be, being verbose doesn't make you smart. It just makes you verbose. OK, um, that is a very good point. Uh, but I also just wanted to, before we move on to the number one clip of the mm -hmm. movie, I just wanted to point out that Spike says the square root of 26,481 uh, is 191. I assume they checked it. Did they not get it right? They got it wrong. It is 162.7. <laughs> uh, and then, uh, you know, a bunch of other digits. 
past that. But don't <laughs> just put it into a fucking calculator, you know? Yeah. It's like it's like three buttons on a graphing calculator. Let's give it a five. <laughs> Let's give that a five. Okay. The square root of 25 <laughs> is five. <laughs> nice. Okay. The number one worst line of dialogue from this okay. movie. Mario says to Koopa, what single cell organism did you evolve from? Koopa says, Tyrannosaurus Rex, Lizard King. Thank you very much. Worse than 26,481 divided by, it's, you know, or, or whatever, uh, square root it is, 191. A Tyrannosaurus Rex, last night, I checked my history books, uh, my biology books, what have mm-hmm. you, is not a single cell organism. No, it's a it's a beast. <laughs> right. It's like a twenty foot tall <laughs> yeah. eating machine made of millions and yeah. billions of cells. Yeah. Okay. Um, so that is, in my opinion, the number one worst line of dialogue. Do you want to give that a five or a I'm gonna give it a or? I'm gonna give it a five and I'm gonna say how it could have been made better. What single okay. cell organism did you come from? Your mother. Boom. Oh my god. Nice. Your that, mom. That would have made him awesome. Yeah. Dude, I would have been like, oh, my God, Koopa's the fucking shit, dude. That's yeah. great. Um, okay, so the score is 43.5. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Holy hell. Tearing it up. Okay. <laughs> um, all right, so moving on to test number four, the emotometer overstall. Okay. Okay, so if you um, are trying to act really well, you are uh, hitting 10, the uh, most emotion that a person would uh, display in a given scenario, but many actors go past that 10. And that is when we start to record our score for the emotometer overspill. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we only jot down ones that go past that point that you would naturally go to. And there were a few here. Um, I only jotted down the really bad ones this time. So, okay. uh, we're going to get into that in test number four, the emotometer overspill. Where screaming is king. Clip number three. This is uh, an old lady somewhere oh, yeah. in Dino Hassan. This is my favorite one we've got on this show. Excuse me, Miss Lady, can you tell me where I am? Yeah, you're in my way. Big suckers. What are these people? Are you boys new here in town? Lady, we're looking for somebody, and we're from Brooklyn. Yeah. You know, boys, it's very dangerous here in this neighborhood. You uh, shouldn't wander around without a weapon. Yeah. You got one? No. All right. Get him up, suckers! Koopa coins! I need Koopa coins, you labels! Well, this ought to do Don't, don't, don't touch that! Hey! That's fine! That's not even ours! Hey! Let me go! What do you do? Let me go! So, uh, yeah, I, I love the, you boys new here in town? You know, boys, it's very dangerous here in the city. You shouldn't walk without, uh, around without a weapon. Do you have one? No. All right. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, smart. It's pretty yeah, smart on her part. It is. It is. She, she definitely uh, honey trapped them there. Yeah. Uh, came back at uh, 24. Okay. It's up there. Yeah. 
Number two, Koopa, right? Mm -hmm. He goes, uh, they're putting him into the uh, Devo-like seat. Yeah. Because even though they have guns that do it, they need like a seat chamber thing. Yeah. Right. So Mario and Luigi like push him back into the chamber. And then he's like, help me! Yeah. (laughs) And then people are running. So Mario and Luigi sprint away. And then he's like, I'll kill that plumber! (laughs) (laughs) I'm trying my best line delivery. Dennis Hopper. Yeah. Is all over the place yeah, he on this is. movie. He's just bad. Anyway, that came back in 25. Okay. Uh, just to take us away from Dennis Hopper a little bit, I'm going yeah. to go to Mario here. Uh, yeah. He got a 25 when it, they're with, uh, it, it's him and Luigi in the cop car. Yeah. And uh, they plow on top of another car, and the guy yeah. doesn't realize that he's driving around a car on top of a car. Yeah. And uh, Mario's like, hey, 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 now this is driving. jesus christ that came back at 25 okay all right this is all koopa crap from now on it's three more clips Uh, well three more segments one clip Uh, yeah but we're gonna play the clip last so four five and six here's number four uh koopa says to mario in the like the metal i don't know like rock catcher that's supposed to look like bowser's thing you know what i'm talking about like in the end of the Super Mario World game. Yeah. Where he's like floating above the castle. Yeah. Um, another fucking stretch. But he's like, you don't have the rock, you filthy animal. And then like a second later, he's like, we're merging. <laughs> 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 and he starts to like disintegrate. Yeah. Uh, here's some more from him. It's Brooklyn. My world. And then he like shoots Scapelli or whatever yeah. with the gun. And he's like, monkey. and he goes they they start to um like disintegrate back into dino hatton and he's like (laughs) (laughs) and just to top off all the koopa bullshit yeah uh here's our fourth clip and the last of the monometer all right here we go i think you ought to know that iggy and spike have been preaching your overthrow at the boom boom bar really I am very disappointed in you, cousins. Fascist! Oppressor of the proletariat! Guy in charge! Egg sucker! Kill them! Everybody! I think we need to talk. I want you. This is hardly the time and place for that, Lena. No, I I didn't mean that. What what I mean is, I think we can do this together. I think I can help you. I have just found out that I have saboteurs in the tower. I still do not have the meteorite piece. I'm about to lose everything. We can talk about this later, if later even occurs. What you care about is her. What I care about is the future of our species. Very well, then. If not with you, then on my own. Uh, just... Just horrendous. I I, mm-hmm. I got back a thirty two from the emotometer. That's fair. That's one hundred percent fair. Not only is is that just really poorly acted and mm-hmm. over the top, but he looks at the camera. Yeah, he does. He looks directly into the fucking camera for a split second, which you're never supposed to do. You got to take that again. Yeah. You, the director, have to reprimand him for that. If it was like a fourth wall thing, I get it. But like it, it, it like a deadpan stare or something like that. But yeah. it wasn't. Totally not. Yeah. And uh, therefore, uh, since we have a vacated title, we're actually yeah. taking Mario and Koopa into the full on championship this week. Okay. 
Let's go ahead and uh, I'll take us there right now. Ladies and gentlemen, let's get ready to ask you. Hello and welcome, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, lizards and lizettes to Ask Cheek Arena. Introducing first from Brooklyn, New York, weighing in at 185 pounds of plumbing plum bum and standing at five foot six, Mario, Mario. And now introducing the king of Dino Hatton, weighing in at 168 pounds of ever evolving ego and standing at six feet, Koopa. There's the bell and our combatants head right for one another. This is a blood feud. Everyone knows that dinosaurs hate plumbers. Mario with a plunger to the face of Koopa. That's going to piss him off. He's a germaphobe. Meanwhile, Mario hits Koopa in the gut with a wrench. Koopa managed to remove the plunger, and he pulls a rifle out of nowhere. He shoots a ball of flame at Mario, but shoots wide. Mario takes a super jump to the first row of the arena. Koopa fires again. The burning balls have set ablaze to the ass dust here in the arena. The very ground is on fire. Mario leaps again, and Koopa misses once more, this time striking the billboard for General Admiral Sergeant Colonels. That too sets fire. Koopa switches to Devo on his rifle and fires with no regard for human life. The audience is turning to chimpanzees in mass. Mario lands on the ground and disarms Koopa. He fires the Devo gun at Koopa. Koopa turns to goo, but not before dropping a bomb. The bomb explodes and Mario has been eviscerated. The crowd of chimps are running in every direction, and the arena is completely on fire. It's getting hot in this announcer's booth. I'm out of here. Hmm. <clears throat> oh, wow. Okay. Uh, looking at the video feed, Rob, it looks like the arena is completely engulfed in flame. Well, I hope they're insured. And if they are, I hope they're using our sponsor for the week. Today's episode of The Worst Movie Ever Made is brought to you by Bomb Filter Building Insurance. <laughs> That's weird. Uh, the only insurance <laughs> company to cover all of your building needs. Own a bakery? Their premiums won't cost you much dough at all. Own a plumbing company like the Super Mario Brothers? They'll fix your pipes up good. Are you the owner slash proprietor of an arena made entirely out of ass flesh that on a weekly basis hosts dozens of savage, violent, and increasingly bizarre illegal street fights purely for the sake of entertainment? Just show us your receipts before filing a claim because you might actually have to jump through some hoops to get some repairs done on this one. <laughs> Bomb filter building insurance. What could possibly go wrong? Wow. Wow. How, how fitting was that, Rob? They got that domain quickly, huh? My God. I, you know, I'm, I guess I'm glad that the entire audience was turned to chimps before they went up in flames. Yeah, it's more ethical that way to burn a bunch of monkeys. <laughs> <laughs> uh, agreed. Slightly, slightly more ethical than humans. Uh, anyway, thank you for that ad read. I'm hey, you really got glad it. to have bomb filter insurance, was it? Bomb filter building insurance. Building insurance. Thank you. Yes. Yeah. And, you know, I'm, I'm really bummed about the uh, General Admiral Sergeant Colonel's uh, billboard going up because oh, that was beautiful. Uh, that, whenever I want to taste blood, that's where I would uh, grab a handful, you know, of those right. delicious morsels. Yeah, I got rid of a snaggletooth that way, actually. Yeah. Uh, test number five we're getting into right now, the poor taste detector. Um, so basically, we just count up all the moments where they're like in poor taste. Simple as that. Yeah. Let's all right, here we it. go. Test number five, the poor taste. Oh my god, you can't say that. 2021. All right, number one. <clears throat> right in the beginning, as we're panning uh, through the apartment of Mario and Luigi, mm -hmm. we notice that there are a uh, number of plungers hanging on the wall. Yeah. 
that's disgusting. It's not like a guitar shop where there's like a bunch of like unprimed <laughs> like guitar necks hanging up there, or like you know what I mean, like or an assembly line. No, it's just fucking shit covered. Bungers. <laughs> it's disgusting. Yeah. Uh, number two, threatening a university professor's life uh, in in company in broad daylight. Uh, near cameras and no <laughs> and no one cares <laughs> no number three uh you mentioned this before actually but casual homophobia in the not that i hang out in flower shops yeah line delivered by luigi number four bringing luigi to the bone pit even though scapelli threatened violence there that very night <laughs> yeah not not smart <laughs> number five Making Toad a street-performing human in the movie. I'm sorry, but, like, whoever made that call, bad on you. Isn't he the little mushroom guy that you use in Mario Kart when you don't play it a lot because he's smaller and he's harder to hit? Yeah, he, yeah. he's he's my character that I use. If, you know, yeah. my sister or brother are over and they're like, let's play some Mario Kart. I'm like, I'm Toad. Yeah, I, I always... My, I never had a console growing up, so when my friends play, I'm like, I'm going to grab the smallest character because he's probably the hardest to hit. Yeah, he's, and, he's hard to hit and, fast. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And they play more than I do. So I, that they get a handicap by me being the faster guy. Yeah, and they're probably they probably play as Mario because all of his like stats are balanced or something yeah. like that. Uh number six, the cheap dick joke of the defungus ray in the pants. Yeah. Just lame. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I feel like it's in poor taste to devolve intelligent creatures. Yeah. Number eight, teaching uh wrong evolutionary concepts as a movie. Yeah, a lot of kids are watching this, and it's, you know, if you're if you're like in grade school, it's a few years out, and you're learning evolution. If if you have this kernel of thought in your mind, and it develops for a few years, you get to high school, and you're like, okay, here's how evolution works. You're gonna get sent to the office or sent home. Yeah, definitely. Yes, we we did not evolve from chimpanzees. Anyway, um, teaching uh, or giving Goombas fireball shooters. Yeah. Seems like a bad idea. Yeah. Let's let's make them as dumb as possible yeah. without turning them into fungus, and uh, then we'll give them these things that shoot fireballs. Yeah, uh, ghosting Big Bertha at the club. I know she's like a bitch, but it made me sad for her. Like some, she's yeah. a bitch because nobody ever wants to dance with her, and then Mario's like, don't, he used uh, her. Yeah, yeah. He's like, he's like, no woman can resist the charm of a Mario. And by the way, he's like, let me do this to Luigi, Luigi Mario. Yeah, and he's like, no woman can resist a Mario. Luigi's a yeah. Mario as well. Yep. Anyway, that's word salad. Um, I felt bad for her. Yeah, she's like a badass with a heart of gold. She she's a product yeah. of her upbringing, but like she she has some kindness in her that was taking advantage of. Agreed. Yeah. Okay, let's move on to clip number five. Uh, this is in poor taste, in my opinion. Uh, for a couple oh, yeah. of reasons. All right, here we go. Wait, Don Pizza here. May I help you? King Koopa here. Oh yes, sir. I'd like the Koopa special. Pterodactyl tail on that? Yes. Dino, lizard, hold the mammal, no worms, and uh, spicy. <laughs> That's cannibalism. It's also way too many fucking toppings on a pizza. <laughs> Agreed. Yeah. They, they're certainly I mean, like, he, yeah. Uh, I, I had nothing else to say about that. It's too many toppings. I, I'm wondering what, it, it's just like this would have been in the uh, indefensible dialogue if it wasn't mm-hmm. perfect for the poor taste detector. Yeah. Because, I mean, not only would that but that tastes terrible. I've never had pterodactyl tail myself, but he also puts no. dino on it. Yeah. So there's two toppings that would be like human foot and like human tailbone, you know, like yeah. that's cannibalism. So just yep. wanted to throw that in there. Number 12, um, just oppression in general. Yeah. 
uh, <laughs> number 13. <laughs> not, not only does Lena stab uh, Yoshi, yeah, the pet, but they actually show it. Yeah. It's like, it's like showing, you know, um, your favorite pet dog getting stabbed in the shoulder, you know? Yeah. It, it just struck me as wrong. Um, number 14, kidnapping. Yeah. It's never a good look. It never really ends well for anybody involved. Yeah. Agreed. Um, I've got two more. Okay. The shameless uh, Reebok bomb shoots. Yeah, that was just like it was like what George of the Jungle when he had like the Nikes. Yes, the, yeah, the, like Pump Jordans or whatever. Yeah, um, yeah. So like, if the audience didn't catch it, the bomb like climbs upside down under um, under Koopa, and his shoes say Reebok, which is like yeah. So Reebok exists in both universes, I guess. And I guess they probably never bounced back financially from this film either. <laughs> um. Number 16 in my last, uh, the Easter egg of Iggy and Spike uh, making a video again. Yeah. Like, you know, if you're going to stay as far away from the video game as you can in this mm-hmm. movie, don't mention video games. You know, yeah. like, that just that just messed with me because I really like the Mario universe of like the early 90s. I was totally yeah. into Mario back then. So. The cartoon was great, if I remember correctly. I Yeah, from what I remember. Yeah, yeah, it, it, and I think I think too that I saw on the internet that it's it's really well reviewed. It, they had the same voice acting, at least like to my ears. It's probably different people to the Mario sixty four, like the Mamma Me. It sounded like yeah. very very similar. Yeah, right. Okay, cool. Uh, do you have anything you want to mention, or should I just jot that down as I score? Yeah, because I'm just going to mention it later because it's it's not it's not in poor taste. Just something okay. that sucks that I need to mention that hasn't been mentioned yet. No worries. Okay, so we're going to get on to test number six, uh, and then we're going to do our shitcoin bit because it's back okay. this week, people. It's back, Woo. baby. Okay, um, test number six is accounting for entropy. So if you caught the pun, uh, trope is in the middle of entropy, and what we do is we take all the cliches and tropes that we see in this movie and count them up, just like we did the poor taste, um, and then compare that to the um, previous worst movie of the season. So let's do test number six, accounting for entropy. right behind me, isn't he? We're gonna need a bigger boat, and well, fuck me sideways and call me Senator Blimpy. All right, number one, the pain of glass collision by Spike. Okay. It's pretty early, but you know, he's like chasing after Daisy and he runs face first into the glass because he doesn't know what's on. It's very like uh, Jackie Chan, Rumble in the Bronx. Yeah, I was thinking even like... um, uh, what's his face? Chap, Chap, Chapman. Uh, what's his face? Um, Charlie Chaplin. Charlie Chaplin. Thank you. Yeah, like yeah, the black and white old. silent. Yeah. Yep. Thank you. Um, number two, strap your belt on, kid. We're going in. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's been done a trillion times. Uh, number three, another line of dialogue. This time by Luigi, not Mario. He says, "We ain't in Brooklyn no more." Yeah, the Wizard of Oz callback. Yep, pulled right yep. out of Wizard of Oz. Uh, it was funny the first 48 times it was done after yeah. that. It got cheesy. Yeah. Uh, number four, the undercover lawyer bit of Lazard and Lazard, uh, you know. Yeah. Blah, blah. Number five, all prisoners celebrating the escape. I don't know if I was a prisoner in like a giant like coop like yeah. they're in. 
um, that I would be celebrating if I saw two guys like zip winding to their freedom. You know, I'd just be like another day. Yeah. Like if you're in like super max and you see like two guys kill a guard and like get out scot-free. Yeah. Like I wouldn't be happy for them. I'd be like, fuck you guys. You could open my door on the way out. Yeah. Seriously. Yeah. <laughs> Um, <clears throat> number six, explosive police cars. I mean, this happens almost every movie, but the yep. police cars for some reason are like rigged with dynamite or something. Yeah. Um, uh, number seven, this one, uh, we haven't seen much, but it, it definitely is a trope. The unknown royalty inheritance. So Daisy doesn't know she's a princess. Yeah. Um, it reminds me of, have you seen Spaceballs? Not in a long time, but that's, that's a great fucking movie. It's awesome. Um, I'm not the biggest Mel Brooks guy, but that movie is really funny. Yeah. Um, Bill Pullman is, you know, like an orphan who was dropped off somewhere and he is mm-hmm. uh, royalty, you know, he yeah. just doesn't know it. Um, number eight, the Koopa long tongue CGI, like out of Battle yeah. Sealer. Uh, why? I don't, I don't know why that <laughs> happens so much. I, I don't know, but like, I like it when it happens on like SpongeBob. <laughs> Yeah, sure. It's that weird, like, ah, 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 ah. <laughs> flap he does. But, sure. Yeah. Uh, number nine, the woman in red, of course, is her name is Big Bertha. <laughs> like, could you be a little more creative, please? Yeah. Uh, the princess in the tall tower. Okay. Yeah, Rapunzel and all and, that. Yeah, yeah exactly. Uh, number 11, using football techniques to pass the rock. Yep. Uh, number 12, I've got a few more, uh, okay. jumping off a bridge into a moving garbage truck. That seems to be like how most people break their falls in the city. Yeah, seriously. That or yeah. an awning, right? Yeah. You do realize like when you jump into a dumpster, like most people in apartment buildings don't recycle. You're landing on like glass bottles. <laughs> like, you're more <laughs> than 100%. <laughs> That's true. Definitely. Uh, number 13, kind of on the same, uh, uh, in the same vein, but Mario's leap of faith, and this happens twice. So yeah. um, there's the leap of faith where he like leans forward and then kind of makes it like he chooses not to. Yeah. Um, but he falls into the wall anyway, and then falls through the like the hellscape. Mm-hmm. Uh, but also when he um, when Luigi gets caught on a hook, yeah, he's like trust the fungus or whatever. So Mario leaps, and then the fungus like makes a trampoline for him. Yeah. Uh, all right. So number fourteen, Koopa's gun jam at the end. He's about to kill Mario with the like, yeah. flamethrower, and then the fucking gun jams, of course. Yeah, just don't have him get to the point where he's going to kill Mario with the gun. You know. Yeah. Uh, Daisy doesn't go back. That's fifteen. Yeah. So at the very end of the movie, they think that they've established enough time between Luigi and Daisy for us to feel mm-hmm. really bad that Daisy doesn't want to go back. She wants to get to know her father. Blah 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 yeah. blah blah. Um, it doesn't, it doesn't tear at your, you know, heartstrings like it's supposed to. Yeah. But it's a trope. Yeah. Cause uh, like didn't Liu Kang stayed in Mortal Kombat. Like he, he stays in Outworld to like do the next tournament. Same thing. Kind of. Sure. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Right. <laughs> um, and then number 17 effectively, because we charged it too for the Mario leaps of faith, mm-hmm. um, the sequel setup. <laughs> yep. Yep. That's right. They set up a sequel. <laughs> not kidding. Don't do that. <laughs> do not do that. Okay. Um, next, coming up, uh, unless you have any mentions. I do, because this is a spot okay. thing I wanted right. to mention, and cool. you haven't said it yet. Cool. See you later, alligator. Oh, my God. How many times <laughs> do they say that, too? <laughs> because because yeah. they're dinosaurs. Yeah. 
Oh yeah, the, the final one with the ray goes. See you later, alligator. <laughs> it's, it's funny, awful. That's that's your closing line, basically. Yeah. Uh, okay, eighteen tropes then. Cool, I like it. All right, so coming up next, the uh, super famous. This is what's going to be our big break here. The shitcoin bit, bro. Okay. Uh, go to the bumper and read me. Uh, this time, messing with a Bitcoin regional sales manager as they're trying to sell us on Bitcoin sales, which is just a big, fat waste of time. Okay. So I waste theirs. Everybody get up. It's time to slam now. We got a real jam going down. Welcome to Shitcoin. Here's your chance. Do your dance at the Shitcoin. All right. All right. Okay, so this is with trade with Lisa and then a bunch of numbers, right? Yeah. Okay, so I'll just get into it and then we'll 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 see how this transpires. Do it. Hello, wave emoji. Hello. How are you doing today? You know. Good. Where are you from? St. Padres, Alabama. Okay. That's in Minnesota, New Mexico. You? Do you know anything that can make me money? I'm desperate. I liked both of those with the little heart emoji. <laughs> I'm from Los Angeles, California. Have you heard of or done binary option trade before? Like two options, two times binary option. Are you there? I'm where I am. Yes. Where are you, LA? Yes. Okay. Can I explain? I'm not sure. Yes. Are you interested? I don't know what it is. Okay, can I explain? Why, yes. Of course, see. When you're ready. Okay. Binary options trade using Bitcoin is is generally accepted and legalized all over the world, and it has changed so many lives financially. For an individual with no experience, starting trade get really tricky. If you don't have good <laughs> signal and can't read them properly, you can run at loss instead of making profit. That's why I am here. I help individual trade for 100% profit guarantee for 10% charges. If you are interested, I can tell you more on how to start, dot, dot, dot. Should I put my chips in the pot? In other for you to start, (laughs) yeah, that's what she said. In other for you to start trading and make profits, you need to create a secure trading account and fund it. Funding your trading account is with Bitcoins or Ethereum. First, you need to purchase Bitcoin worth the amount you are investing. Then you will set up a trading account. Whoa. Sorry, I'm a big dummy. What's Ethereum? Are you interested? Yeah. Yeah. I just don't know what that is. I'm a stupid person. I need things made simple. Here's my investment plan and potential earning within seven parentheses, seven (laughs) days. (laughs) Invest 200 to earn 2,620. Invest 300 to earn 3,210. Invest 350 to earn 3,650. Invest 400 to earn 4,320. Invest 450 to earn 4,680. Invest 500 to earn 5,300. Invest 600 to earn 6,000. Invest 650 to earn 6,500. Invest 700 to earn 7,300. Invest 750 to earn 7,520. Invest 800 to earn 8,730. Invest 850 to earn 9,000. Invest 900 to earn 10,100. Invest 950 to earn 10,840. Invest 1,000 to earn 14,600. Invest 2,000 to earn 22,300. Invest 3,000 to earn 30,400. Holy shit. How much do you have to start with your investment plan so we'll guide to set up your trading account? I have $26. (laughs) 
Okay. Send me your WhatsApp number. Let me add up on my business partner. Then I will guide you to set up your own trading account. It's four. I was early. I was the fourth person to have WhatsApp. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Are you active on WhatsApp? Founding member, Shaboom. Are you impressed? What do you mean? Question mark, question mark, question mark. Are you interested? You are. Question mark, question mark, question mark. WhatsApp? Yes. Happy Christmas, Julia. Are you interested? It's Christmas, Julia. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. That's it. <laughs> Dude, it's Christmas, Julia. <laughs> I, I, uh, when I said it's four, yeah. I was the fourth person on WhatsApp. Yeah. Oh my God. I admit I was a little tipsy when I said that to her, but I like, yeah. lost that shit. <laughs> anyway, I hope you enjoy that listener. And we're going to move on to test number seven now bad effects, side effects. Okay, Rob. Well, well done, by the way. That was uh, thank you. Dude, reading it's, it's, the, the bad English must be difficult. It's tough because you, you, you expect it to go a certain way in your head as you're reading. Yeah. You, always, you always try reading a few words ahead and then yes. like three words drop out and you're like, wait, what? Yeah, I don't know how you do that, honestly, because like I would just I would be tripping over that. So I'm glad that you're you're playing the role that you are because you're better at reading than I am. Oh, yeah. Uh, So in bad effects, side effects, uh, what we do is we have a a grading scale of one to four, one being deep blue uh, for the sharks in deep blue sea, two being recall for the practical effects and total recall. Though a good movie, it has some really uh, bad spots of like claymation and things like that. Yeah. Number three, a uh, rock scorpion for the rock half scorpion god thing in the mummy returns it just doesn't look right and then finally a baby wolf number four you get four points if you can make something look almost real uh which is our best of the bad anyway we take all of those instances and then we average out the result by dividing uh the total score by the number of instances i know it's convoluted hang with me but it makes sense at the end test number seven bad effects out All right, so <clears throat> blue opening dinosaur shit. Yeah, just stupid. Um, blue the rock wall. Yeah, deep blue. So I give them a zero for the abyss plunge, the yeah. thing that I called an acid trip. Yeah, because it'll come up in our next uh, bit, the illogical inconsistencies. But there's mm-hmm. more than just the way that it looks that's trouble for me. Yeah. Uh, the animatronic lizards also get a blue. You know, what? just real quickly, it's um, there's a sitcom called Dinosaurs that came out in the mid '90s. Yeah, a sitcom that had better fucking dinosaur and prehistoric effects than this movie did. It's true because in this movie there were many that like obviously could not move from what yeah. they were like drilled into. You know, yeah. Uh, recall for the mutant lizard people hybrids. I didn't think they were too bad, but the problem yeah. with them is that they showed like people that had scales on them when they first introduced us to Dino Hatton. Mm-hmm. But then never again. Yeah. Everybody asked that is just human. Yeah. Um, the booster shoes, I said recall. Yeah. The physics just look bad. Yeah. Recall for the toad into a Goomba thing. Yeah. That looks very much like the recall to me. Yep. Um, three years later, too. <clears throat> also, a recall Yoshi. 
Mm-hmm. He's a little he's a little better than the animatronic lizards. He's yeah. a little dinosaur thing that moves at least. Yeah. But it looked like shit. Um they recall also for the long tongue that comes out of Yoshi that like captures yeah. Lena. Like that doesn't look real at all. Looks nope. like shit. Uh, I will give them that Daisy's father as a fungus looks yeah. fucking disgusting. Yeah, no, that, that was a uh, pretty well done. So I gave them a scorpion because that was actually gross. All the, like that goop coming yeah, down. Uh, yeah. And the fact that he can like drop down like a loogie and like get sucked back up. Yeah. Know? Oh, like, Oof. Oh, you ever have a stuffy nose and like you breathe out a little bit and like, and it's in yeah. and out all day and then you finally <laughs> blow course. it and like, it's still there. And it's, yeah, it's, <laughs> it's disgusting. Yeah. Uh, another zero for the mattress flight and landing. Yeah. I mean, the whole tube thing was just really stupid. You know what? Bob should have, uh, I should have given them the uh, Bob Hasek trope of why are the pipes this wide? Yeah. <laughs> you know, the pipes <laughs> would never be that wide. Um, anyway, blue again for uh, all the merging, you know, insulation yeah. that looks like crap. I bet they thought it looked good. And then mm-hmm. my last one is Koopa as a T-Rex at the end gets a recall. Okay. It wasn't the absolute worst, but it looked very cartoonish. It looked, like a, it looked like a rubber suit or like a rubber figurine. Yeah, it looked like rubber. It was, a little, it was a little wet to make it look more yeah. amphibious, I guess. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Um, but it was a totally different style mm-hmm. than any of the other lizards. So yeah. it didn't make a whole lot of sense to me. Uh, do you have anything you want to mention before I give the result on this? No, nah, you about covered it. Um, just the comment on the pipe thing. I just realized like these places yeah. all have to have really shitty water pressure, but that's all. I yeah. Got. Right. <laughs> uh, also just uh, uh, to piggyback on the uh, drainage, frozen drainage pipes. Mm-hmm. bit, Right. Yeah. So Mario and the girls are going on the mattress from the Goomba barracks, like down the, the yeah. uh, pipe. And there's this like spot where it's like, um, there's like a metal hole that's yeah. like bolted in, in the thing. And like Mario takes a wrench out and he just kind of plugs the wrench into that hole as they go by, which yeah. is clearly off to the side because their mattress is going right down the middle. Yeah. But then like a couple seconds later, when the Goombas hit it, it's dead center in the middle of the pipe. Yeah. So it, it moved like four feet or something. Yeah. Anyway, um, the result for those 14 instances was uh, a 20. So when you divide 20 by 14, you get a 1.42. I rounded down to 1.4. Uh, so a 1.4 is just a blue. Just a right. blue. Uh, so I've jotted that down already. We're going to do a logical inconsistencies. Yeah. We're going to do your movie review. Okay. We're going to do the bad names. Mm-hmm. And then compare the movies. Cool. Okay. <clears throat> Illogical inconsistencies. I have been kind of rushing the pace a little bit <laughs> to get to this section. <laughs> yeah, there's a bunch. There's, this is the heavy section. <laughs> okay. Why is this movie about dinosaurs? Mario is not about dinosaurs. No, but the the, the, the way I see it, it's, I think, you know, when like 50 year old parents are trying to like relate to like their like teenage, late teenage or young teenage kids. Yes, and they they remember buying them a Mario's like ten years ago, and then <laughs> sure. they're they're put in the focus group to make the movie, and they remember yes. a dinosaur. Okay, all right, maybe that's why. I think that's why. Like they're trying to like be cool with like it's like a very misguided attempt to like try capturing the audience, like the age of their kid who happened to play the game. Okay, that's pretty good. It's inexcusable, but that's what I think is <laughs> the logic behind it. 
Why would evolved dinosaurs look just like humans? Yeah, that's a good point. I have an answer. Okay. Uh, so that they can save a lot on makeup. Yeah. That's because fair. they decided to make them half lizard, half human people in the beginning of Dino Hatton and then realized yeah. they weren't going to have the budget to keep that up. For nope. the rest of the movie. So they turned them into humans. Yeah. Uh, the conversation Luigi and Mario are having in the apartment. Yeah. It never pauses. Suddenly they're in a truck driving to the restaurant where there's a leaky washing machine and yeah. they're in the same conversation at the same point. So they teleported from their apartment to the truck. Yeah, it's, it's one of those things you let slide in like more well done things because like they're just saying it for exposition. Yes. But like they were like mid sentence in this one. So it didn't make sense. <laughs> no. Uh, why is the truck fixed after Mario pours some water on it? I have an answer for that. Okay. When I, when I first started dating Stacy, her car had a fucked up radiator and yeah. it would leak all the coolant. And in order for her to like leave my house whenever we were done hanging out or whatever, I yeah. had to pour a gallon of water in her radiator to cool it down. And oh, it'd be enough, okay. it'd be enough water for her to get home and pour more water in it. Oh wow. Okay. <laughs> so that actually makes sense. It, yeah, I was surprised. Like, yeah, I've actually experienced that. And that's like wow. But not, I don't know for a van that size, they probably need a lot more than they had like a one liter bottle of like Evian or something, you yeah, know? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Tap water everywhere, straight out. Yeah, whatever. Yeah. It's like, yeah. It's about three <laughs> uh, why wouldn't Daisy be totally weirded out by Luigi, who is having his lines fed to him by his brother right next to him that she can clearly hear? Who we later find out isn't even the brother. It's like his guardian because his parents abandoned him. Yeah, it's what it sounded like. Yeah. yeah. So he, it's an older, weirder dude <laughs> feeding him. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> uh, how did she fight her way back through the wall when there's an abyss on the other side? Who fucking knows? Mario and Luigi didn't much care about the dimension shift. Yeah. I, they're just I like on the other side and they're like, uh, where are we? And then uh, Luigi's like, I don't know. I haven't been to Manhattan in two weeks. Last yeah. time I went to Manhattan, I didn't have to go through a rock wall and dissipate yeah. into nothingness and then reappear somewhere near a meteor and walk through tunnels to get into Manhattan. Yep. Although that's what the train ride to New York can sometimes feel like. Yeah, exactly. <clears throat> um, how does Koopa even know about the split if the dimensions were closed off until just now? That's a good point. That's the only world he knows is the one he's currently living in. The entire human yeah. world had no idea there was a split in the uh, dimensions. Koopa and yeah. everyone else knows somehow. Yeah, it's strange. Wouldn't things like raptors have a hell of a head start if they kept evolving along with us, those ferrets, moles, and weevil type creatures? Yeah. So not they wouldn't one, they wouldn't look human, but two, they would be like I mean, velociraptors were said to be really intelligent. They're apex predators. They're like great white sharks or yeah, or like humans. Dolphins or something. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I'm I'm using, of course, Jurassic Park three as my source material for that. Yeah. But apparently Velociraptors were, were super smart. So I feel like they would be talking yeah. within like a million years or something. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> Why not okay, this is so stupid. Why not evolve uh advanced setting yourself and your cousins to begin with? If yeah. you're a why not have all your scientists, all of your loyals, except for the rebels who are then Goombas who like, yeah. you know, are just big muscly guys. Why not? If, so the evolve thing is just so stupid 
Yeah. That that they use it on Spike and Iggy, but it's mm-hmm. it doesn't even operate as a device in the movie. Yeah. There's literally no reason for it. You can see maybe that they are like human enough to have created a devolving machine, which is ridiculous yeah. in its own. But to evolve is so much more complicated. Yeah. And all they do with it is make Spike and Iggy debatably smart from that on. Yeah. It, okay. So that really bad. Yeah. Luigi uses early Nintendo knowledge to start an extra dimensional police car computer. Mm-hmm. So playing Super Mario Brothers for Nintendo, say, yeah. gives you the ability to start a police car's computer and operate it. Yeah. Uh, we kind of covered this, but are Spike and Iggy, Iggy uh, brilliant or stupid? They're still stupid. They're just, they just, they, they have more awareness or a better vocabulary, basically, I think. Yeah, I agree because I remember the desert scene where they're trying to operate this like, like uh, Mad Max looking like, I don't know, road like machine, you know? Yeah. Like a, a dune buggy or something. And they can't mm-hmm. even figure out how to drive it. Luigi yeah. can start a computer for a police car. But Iggy and Spike yeah. is like super smart guys can't figure out a Doom buggy. Yeah. <clears throat> um, what's with checking your tools at the club? I thought it was, I think it was just a bad joke. Like, you know how they, they pat you down for like weapons and stuff. Yeah. I thought it was something like that, but I, I could think be. It, I also think it's a bad joke. Yeah. It just didn't land. It was stupid. No. Uh, Lena would definitely be dead from all that electricity. Yeah. Uh, why does Bertha let them have the rock and then help them escape after she got ghosted and they stole the rock? I, I got nothing. I got nothing. How were they sure that the garbage truck they leap into off of the bridge was headed to Koopa Tower? Yeah, that's a good point. <laughs> they don't know the area that well. Is it going northbound, southbound? No idea. Making detours. Why were there perfect fit Mario and Luigi costumes in some locker in the like pipes area of Cooper Tower? <laughs> because three quarters of the way into the movie, they realized it had nothing to do with the video game tie-in and they had to have the colors. It's weird because it happened in Street Fighter as well. Like every time you saw yeah. the Street Fighter characters, they had less and less clothing and they looked more and more like the video game characters. You think maybe like the video game developer, like they sell the license or the rights for the movie to be made, but like yeah. they're they're already working on the next they, they get the money they're working yeah. on the next game they get invited to the set like you know well into production they're like what the fuck is this <laughs> and, <laughs> Seriously, and he's fuck. supposed to be red he's supposed to be green <laughs> they've already spent 40 of the 48 million dollars yeah we have to let them just finish the movie this yeah. is gonna bomb the studio is gonna be really pissed <laughs> Uh, seriously, with with almost fifty million dollars, it was estimated that they they spent forty eight million on this movie. Yeah, with that kind of money, they could have made something like a Mario game that would have been so much better. Yeah, and I fear, I, I mean, we're kind of doing this like in a timely manner because we heard about the uh, Chris Pratt Super Mario Brothers movie coming yeah. out. Um, and I I fear for what they're going to do with it, but I don't know that it's going to be this bad. I, I think yeah. they might make it more Mario appropriate. Yeah. At, at least I hope they do. Uh, Mario and Luigi hide in an open elevator. Yep. <laughs> I don't care if it's Goombas. That's just not mm-hmm. going to happen. Why didn't the old king devolve into a Goomba? That's a good point. Maybe they're like, maybe they turn him into the mold or whatever so they could harvest him for resources or something. Maybe. And that's me giving him way too much credit. That's just like a <laughs> thought. Right. 
Right. That's your crackpot uh, theory of yeah. bullshit, conspiracy theory bullshit. Exactly. Um, the Marios use wrenches, plungers, shoes, bombs, but not mushrooms, fireball, flowers, raccoon tails, feathers, and frog suits. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is just another complaint about it having nothing to do with the video game. Yeah. The way the rock chipped off the meteorite is a big no-no for me. Yeah. It is a gigantic round meteorite in the ground, and there is a yeah. shard that looks like a geode that you like buy at the local like zoo. It looked like like a shark's tooth or like an arrowhead that like plunged into the meteor. Right. So the meteor landed yeah. on Earth, yeah. caused the uh, time split of two different dimensions, yeah. and the uh, piece that cracked off of it was off of the top, and yeah. one like Earth to the Sun, you know, like yeah, <laughs> in dimension. Anyway, um, the bomb fuse. Yeah. Took, I, I don't know, what, four minutes, five minutes? In, in filmic time, it felt like an hour. Seriously, it really yeah. did. It was like you're anticipating it. Uh, we didn't evolve from chimps. Just want to say it again. Yeah. Uh, chimps still exist. Was, I think it was like a lemur or something we evolved from, isn't it? Like weird, like. Some common ancestor. Yeah. yeah. Something a little more simple. You know, yeah. we've, we've evolved. And so have chimpanzees. Alongside of us on the tree of life. Yeah. Uh, they're, they're, you know how a tree has two branches that branch off of a, a common limb. Chimps yeah. are one of those branches. Yeah. We're another. There's a million yeah. of them. Yeah. Um, traced all the way back to a single celled Tyrannosaurus Rex, apparently. Yeah. According to this. It's airtight. <laughs> okay. So more of this. Koopa devolves into two quarts of slime, say. Yeah. Right. Two quarts of green slime, but Daisy's daddy uh, converted into an entire city's worth of book. Yeah, <laughs> like I just—it's it ugh, boggles yeah. my mind. The wall is no longer uh, a giant abyss on the Dino Hat side. They yeah. go there, and then all of a sudden, it's just a wall, like on the side of Manhattan. They don't have to fall yeah. through the abyss to get to the other side. Uh, what is okay? This this actually bothered me more than it should have, maybe. Okay. Lena is running back down the tunnel. Yeah. To the meteorite with a little chunk of rock. And mm-hmm. she says, uh, the universe is mine, blah, 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 blah. She runs down there and she's trying to force the shard back into the meteor. Yeah. Koopa is really happy about the fact that they're merging because he has the army. Yeah. He's going to turn Earth into his, um, you know, subjugated uh, people, right? Yeah. What is Lena's logic? Like it, it's not know. like it's not like whoever puts the shard back into the meteor gets control of the universe. No. So what is she talking about? Maybe she just didn't know that part. I guess. <laughs> <laughs> maybe the writers. Maybe the director. Maybe the production team. Yeah. Maybe actors. Maybe no one had fucking half a clue what they any were doing fucking clue. <laughs> yeah, they just needed like forty seconds of action between scenes. Yeah. Uh, lastly, and this one's okay. not as big, but uh, the Dino Hatton Police no longer exist after yeah. Koopa is gone. Yeah. Uh, they all just wipe away the memory of Koopa, and uh, police, I guess, just decide to be something else. I, yeah. I have no idea. Okay, man. Mm. Why don't you do your movie review? Real quickly, I have one more piece. 
Mario is super, super protective of his tools. These are hand me hundreds of years old, hand me by my father and his father before him. And then during yeah. the chase sequence, he so cavalierly just gets rid of all of them in like the tunnel and the slide. And oh, that's he, true. He just dumps his whole tool bag. Like I thought those meant something to you, man. Like you could have yeah. figured something else Keep out. Keep by your side, and they'll always be there for you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right, I'll do this review right now. I think this is the first movie that really captures the spirit of the podcast. The producers really think they had something neat going on with the video game tie-in, which was unexplored territory at the time. The problem, however, is that the video game was quite simple. You walk from left to right, stomp on mushrooms, collect coins, and after the whole everything, you rescue the princess from a dinosaur. While that sounds a bit ridiculous of a premise, a gameplay made everything seem pretty straightforward. Super Mario Brothers, the movie, is actually a lot more like 1980s interdimensional soiree featuring lizards, The Forbidden Zone, a film that financially ruined Richard Elfman for about a decade. The whole movie reminds me of what it feels like when you decide to just wear your basketball shorts to the grocery store instead of throwing on a pair of jeans. The pockets are all fucked up. Your phone falls out in between the seat and the center console the second you sit down. So you put your wallet on the dash because you don't want the same thing to happen to your wallet. You buy all your groceries and then when you're ready to check out, you realize you don't have your wallet or phone to make a payment. Nothing bad actually happened to you, but you become a worse person after the experience. You should have spent the 10 seconds throwing on a pair of jeans and an hour and a half not watching this piece of shit wow well said i don't i don't hate it but like i feel like i feel wronged for having watched it yeah i get it i mean like like the basketball pants analogy very very uh apt i mean you lose your Mm -hmm. phone you lose your wallet you have some idea that there's like a lady in an aisle somewhere kind of looking up and down your junk because they can totally see it through your basketball shorts you feel wrong when you leave the grocery store but it definitely was more comfortable but nothing bad actually happened like in your head you're like all these machinations are happening and you're like wait a minute nothing (laughs) nothing wrong or sinister is going on but this just ruined my fucking day for at least the next four (laughs) hours yeah dude (laughs) well written i mean yeah (laughs) just i i really enjoyed that uh all right let's do the back credit names we'll compare the movies and then we'll uh, plug our stuff and go cool um I have to say, Iggy is played by um, a pretty famous actor okay. named Fisher Stevens. All right. It's just kind of a crazy name. Yeah. Peter Afterman. <laughs> Afterman. Okay. <laughs> Candy or Simi. All right. Which is it? Candy or Simi? Yeah. Barry Lather. <laughs> it just sounds like you're putting soap on your balls. Yeah. Birdie Talanka. Okay. AJ Bubba Forrester. All right. Uh, three more. All right. William Finger. <laughs> <laughs> There's lots of fingers in, in, the, in the run of our show. There's been a lot of fingers. What's that about? Oh. <laughs> Chunky Hughes. <laughs> <laughs> Not parentheses. His first name is Chunky. Chunky. <laughs> Chunky Hughes. All right. Uh, and lastly, just a reminder, Mark Wahlberg once went by Spice Marky Mark. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay, our movie comparison. All right. Let's do this thing. Okay, so Christmas of the Cranks on the Keystone got a negative 35 in price, so they easily take it over Super Mario that got a, 90, uh, a negative 7. Okay. The plot, um, a 2.25 star against Mm -hmm. a 2.5 star for Super Mario. So again, Cranks takes that one. Uh, Super Mario, according to our new adjustment uh, multiplier, got a 43.5 on IGP, which is is worse than the 35 from Cranks. Okay. 
Koopa, uh, Dennis Hopper scores a 32, which far outshines Luther, Tim's at, uh, Tim Allen's 23. Okay. However, now that it's two to two, the poor taste detector registers a 22 for um, Christmas with the Cranks. Okay. Over a 16 for Super Mario. All right. But there were 18 tropes in Super Mario. So we are at three to three because Cranks only had 15. Oh, tiebreaker. I like it. Finally headed into the uh, CGI uh, bad effects, side effects test. Uh, Total Scorpion for the Cranks. Mm -hmm. And if you remember, we had a blue for Super Mario. Making this score four to three. Super Mario Brothers is the worst movie of season three. Wow. Because next week we are headed in to, what was it, Rob? Oh, Raising Arizona. So we're doing a good movie next week. Yeah. It's our ninth episode, and as you know, that means we're going to do a good movie just to keep us sane and to show you what we're comparing these terrible movies against. Mm-hmm. And we wanted, we really, we've done uh, some Nicolas Cage bad flicks. We really wanted to do him some justice. So we we did a poll for um, Matchstick Men, which is a fucking phenomenal movie. Versus Raising Arizona, which I've actually, I've seen most of his movies. I have not seen that one. Oh, so, good. Well, that'll add to your catalog. And yeah. you will definitely dig this movie, dude. Okay. Um, the vibe is very unique, but what really watchable and fun. Isn't it two convicts like, kidnapping five kids and raising them as their own or something like that? <clears throat> it's something like that. I don't want to give okay. too much away. Um, right. That is kind of the idea. All right. Um, it's not exactly that. But okay. you will, you will, I promise you will like it. Uh, Nick Cage is actually trying. This is back when he was trying to, like, you know, win nominations and things. Yeah. Uh, and not just taking a paycheck. So he does yeah. a really good movie. There's other stars of the cast that you will, you will recognize. Okay. Uh, the story's great. The vibe is totally its own. Um, yeah. Very Arizona, I will say, cool. uh, from what I gather. And uh, why don't we just plug our shit and get out of here? Yeah, uh, so we are the worst movie ever made podcast. Uh, worst movie ever made at gmail.com. And just look at look us up in the podcast apps. Uh, you'll find us m- mostly everywhere. Um, we're, we're, we're native to Anchor FM and Spotify. So that gets us on iTunes and Apple Podcasts, Google Play and Pocket Cast. But if you have your own podcast app, just search for us and you can get us in there and listen to it at a, on an app of your choosing. And uh, Chris, with the social. Yeah, so we have a uh, we have a Reddit community. We have um, a Twitter page. We have a TikTok. Um, but none of those are uh, as popular as their Instagram page. So if you're a social media um, acolyte, why don't you check us out there? That's where most of our action happens. Um, but if you prefer a, uh, a different medium, then check us out at your favorite uh, social media outlet. And the more that we get uh, for each of those, the more that we will give you content on each of those. So um I just wanted to say that uh, season four, we will be coming at you with a uh, a very in our style, but also very brand new format. We're very excited. Uh, we've got some great ideas and we think we're going to uh, deliver you a more entertaining, but still in the spirit of what used to be the mom filter and is now the worst movie ever made podcast. Very excited for that. Uh, check us out for a good movie review next week. And uh, thank you very much for listening. Yes, guys, and I will keep you posted on the shadow, people. We'll talk next week. See ya.